The new James Bond film was set to release this week, and because we're hot off the heels of April Fool's Day, we figured we'd get a little spoofy with it. But the world decided to get a little spoofy with us, and the release date for James Bond has changed. But we still decided that this week we had to cover Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery. How Star Wars is it? Whoa, hey there, Mike. Hi. <laughs> Hello. What is this? Our podcast? It is. It's How Star Wars Is It? It's the only podcast, and in it we uh, rate and <laughs> I forgot that things. little gag. Yeah. Based on how Star Wars they are. That's right. Is it is it good? Is it bad? That's Who cares? That's not really our concern. We don't care about that. However, we always inevitably end up talking about if something is good or bad for the good first like third of the show. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. We forget our uh, we forget our our sort of you know goal of the podcast until yeah. we've talked for about fifteen minutes and then we try to get with it and sometimes we do. Right. Um. um and uh, I am just so psyched for this episode because. It is on Austin Powers, which is a movie that you and I both neither saw when uh, it probably, when it was popular. at least I'm, I'm guessing, when it first came out. Because I remember specifically being in like third or fourth grade, perhaps, or maybe even fifth, and other kids like quoting it and talking about it and just being like, ha, 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 yeah. Because yeah. Um, of course I'm not allowed to see a PG-13 rated comedy. No, absolutely. You can see a PG-13 movie if it's like Lord of the Rings because it's like, it's got orcs getting arrows in the head right if it's but got not blood like boobs. that's fine yeah if it's got blood that's fine if it's got any sexual innuendo at all then no yeah. no 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 no. <laughs> um yeah this is a movie that i watched literally for the first time two days ago and yeah. i never Which saw is it. so wild to me because yeah, the I, first time i saw it was in like high school so it was definitely after the fact but but it's crazy to me that you just saw this for the first time and I'm so excited. It's it's weird. It's one of those movies I just missed because it did they all came out like before I was watching these kinds of movies and mm-hmm. before I and some some of them before I was allowed to watch these kind of movies. Uh-huh. So I just never saw them. So it is similar this movie is similar to I, I had this, a similar experience with Anchorman where I didn't see Anchorman until I was like in college. And so, mm. like, I knew all the quotes because everyone would quote them all the time, but I had right. never seen it. And so, watching this the other night, I was like, oh, oh, right. Like, that's right. what that oh, is. Oh, got it. Like, all the quotes that were happening, I was like, oh, yeah. I remember everyone, everyone saying these all the time. Right. Because it's very quotable. But yeah, I saw, it, I watched Dawson Powers International Man of Mystery. And oh, man. Um, yeah, what did you think? Especially well, coming off of last week's episode that was also a spoof movie. Like, are you spoofed out? <laughs> I am. I am absolutely <laughs> spoofed out. I really want to I really want to watch a movie that has a plot and characters that I care about <laughs> and um, that aren't just, I don't know, broad caricatures, I guess. Uh, I didn't think Austin Powers was bad. I think it was funny. It's also so stupid. And like, I took very little notes. Let me let me read you my notes for this. Oh, movie. wow. That's funny because I took a shitload of notes. I, watching this movie, every time I rewatch this first movie, which has now been a handful of times, 
it always makes me laugh so much harder than I ever thought it would. You know, like I, I think like, oh, I should watch Austin Powers because like that'll be cute. And then I watch it and I just like giggle. <laughs> so, so my my only notes are this movie is very funny and dumb. It's mm-hmm. very '90s. Carrie Fisher's in it. That's it. Right. That's the only right. notes Carrie I Fisher took. Carrie Fisher is one of my notes too. I, I think my experience with this movie was slightly marred because I was watching it. I, I did make Charlie watch it with me, and she did not really want to watch it. But we did both also laugh like a decent amount. And this movie mm-hmm. is very funny. Like I did laugh a lot, but also I think this movie suffers from what we talked about on the last episode too, where by the end of it, gosh, it lost steam, and I was bored, and I was like, God, yeah. There, I was like, this movie could have been like. 15 minutes it's only an hour and a half and it could have been 15 minutes shorter because by the end of it i was like (laughs) the gags are played out there's not really any new jokes happening and i do not care anymore but for the bulk of it i was like yeah this is funny i'm digging this and it's like so weird and so specific and not a movie that would ever be made like today no right it's, it's so it's, interesting it's got such a like specific point of view which might be star wars points um it also has uh two sequels that uh have diminishing returns which also might be star wars points but um it he he has such a specific like sense of humor where a lot of it is like really like you know obvious and and broad but then there's other parts of it that sort of I still don't quite know why it's funny or like, you know what I mean? Like it, it feels like we're, we're peering into a, 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 like his brain and his own inside jokes with himself. Yeah. It's absolutely a, like a comedian at the height of his career or like right at the cusp of the height of his career, deciding that he was going to make like making this movie that was definitely like, it's him. It, it's, it's frick. It's Mike Myers all over like this movie. Right. All of it is his sensibilities. And it sometimes feels like he's trying to kind of say something sometimes. Like, yeah, like there, there is some stuff about this about like, oh, free love. Like whenever Dr. Evil tries to convince him he was actually evil because he caused all this bad st- or like he in the 60s, like with, they, with all their free love, like caused, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, STIs and everything. Like, it's almost like he's trying to say something where he's like, no, we, we had good intentions. And if we had known, we wouldn't have done it. And like we were about free love and happiness and you guys are all squares. I'm like this movie kind of has a message and like, yeah, they're, they're, it also kind of has a message with like, it's anti-capitalist and anti-corporation. Right, I love that. That that joke really made me laugh this time around when, when he's, uh, he gets unfrozen and he's there with the, with Basil Exposition yeah. and the guy from Russian intelligence. And he's, you know, like the cold war's over. <laughs> he says something to the effect of like, Oh, well, all right, comrades. Glad we brought down those capitalist pigs. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, no, we won. And he's like, oh. And it's almost like oh, he's disappointed. Yay, capitalism. <laughs> yeah. Like, this, it's very interesting because Austin Powers, the character, is like anti-capitalist, pr- like anti-establishment, and also just so strange and goofy and sexual and like inappropriate and that he will pressure a woman to have sex with him. But if she's oh, drunk, he absolutely will not. Way- well, yeah, that's true. Yeah. it Like, he has, it, he has it a code. He does have like a heart. Yeah, right. It's just um, a strange code because he will pressure you. And if you say no, he'll keep being like, oh, come on. But then like yeah. if you are drunk or like unable to consent, he will be like, nope, not happening. And I'm like, there's a strange line for this man. A very strange line that he draws. Yeah, right. I have a whole shitload of notes and I might just rattle them all off because yeah, uh, hit me, baby. Hit me. some of them are what we've already talked about. But uh, some of them are how Star Wars is it sort of points and others are just like jokes that made me laugh. Yeah, for sure. Um, but OK, like very early on, we see outer space. 
Um, both the the big boy, uh, Mike Myers characters are frozen like Han Solo. Um, okay. Yeah. In fact, I wrote down big boy question mark. That is one of the things that is like a complete question mark to me. Of like, what's the joke there? It's sort of like space balls last week. Like, what is big boy? Is I that mean, does that it, mean something? It's a restaurant, I, it, right? No, no, I know it is. But like, why is that the rocket? And why is that <laughs> was that like so doubled down on to the point that they probably had to make like a model? That you know, that is like, a good question. I have I no get who the, knows. Like how do, how do you write that as like a plot point? Like how do you stumble upon like oh what if his like escape rocket is just a big big boy? It is like, funny. I don't get it. Like <laughs> it's it's it, it's almost like I don't know. Maybe they set it up just for the joke of whenever they find it on the satellites and it's like uh uh the shape it's, of it's it. It's the shape of a big boy and he's like oh no the big boy's back and the person's like well big boy never left they still have the same like great deals <laughs> like is it just for that joke cuz like that was a funny yeah. joke but it does seem like a really far way to go just to have that one joke right which that scene is bizarre because there's all these like kind of crossfades of the like colonel who's on the phone like uh when it shows like uh, pack my overnight bag, feed my fish, yes. not too much. Like, yes, he, it keeps like sort of dissolve cutting between his lines. Like they just took a bunch of takes and yeah. just like only went with the ones they liked. Like yes. very strange. It um, is. Very, I noticed that too. I was like, there was there was part there was one part that seemed like it was a hard cut. Like it didn't even dissolve. It was just like, oh, okay, now it's this. Yeah, now his head is facing that direction. Yeah, it was so weird. <laughs> Um, okay, my other notes. Why is the idea of Gary Coleman a joke in so many things? <laughs> I think that's so that's that's so nineties, right? Like that yeah, is yeah, like the fact that like there is an entire character of Gary Coleman in Avenue Q, which came out in like two thousand one or so. Mm-hmm. I can't remember exactly when, but like early two thousands, like. Gary Coleman, full stop. <laughs> that's the joke. The joke like, is I don't Gary get Coleman. it. Um, I wrote, yay, capitalism. And then I wrote in all caps, it is very strange that Will Ferrell is in brownface and a fez. Like, That's... was it a comment on the fact that white actors played people of color in the 60s Bond movies? Like, with the sort of Asian eyeliner thing? My guess is, no, it was not a comment on that. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I kind of didn't realize he was in brownface, but looking back on it, you're absolutely right. He's very, very, he's much more tan than he necessarily needs to be. He's not really doing an accent. No, like if the thought was we want someone of whatever sort of descent they were sort of going for there, for the the boardroom to have like people of all different shapes and colors and everything, okay, interesting. You could have gotten that. In fact, uh, the guy who plays Babu Bot from Seinfeld appears in the United Nations later on. Like, I, so yeah, it yeah. probably wasn't that choice. And then if it was like, we got to get Will Ferrell, he's this hot new guy. Like, why that choice? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very odd. Very, very weird. Odd. Um, let's see. I wrote the Macarena makes an appearance. Um, mm-hmm. I, here's a line that really made me laugh. I do not know why, but it was this. It was he. Austin walks by someone and goes, "It's in Las Vegas in the casino." And he goes, "Hey, there you are. There you are." <laughs> he's like, "Hi, do I know you? <laughs> no, but that's where you are. You're there." I was like, <laughs> "What?" You you put that on film like that's like that's like that's a, seconds a dad of joke. film. 
Yeah, that's like absolutely a dad joke of like something that a dad would say yeah. like as like a, a fun pun. And it's like that's on a yeah, you you put that in the movie. But the the casino scenes like that are just the the jokes in the casino are like my favorite in the whole movie. When the when the cowboy looking guy in the bathroom says, "Hey, that's a crazy getup you got there. Are you part of the show?" and he goes, "Actually, I'm English." That's very funny to me. Um, and he and then he says, "Oh, the guy says, oh, sorry." Right. Like he's like, um, like he's apologizing that, that he's, he's English. English. He's not apologizing <laughs> that he's like said he was in the show. Right. He's like, "Oh, I'm so sorry. Like I'm so sorry you're English. Yeah. That's unfortunate." Um, and then I also the other couple of lines from that um, that casino sequence was uh, when he's playing blackjack and he yes. says, "I also like to live dangerously," and he has five like that. It's just. <laughs> It's it's so obvious and like straight across the plate, but it is so funny to me. And then the other one that like really tickles me still to this day is allow myself to introduce myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's I don't know why that's so funny. I think it's sort of like um you know uh you know that thing when you're a junior in high school and you're gonna go to prom with a girl you really like and you meet her dad and you say oh hi I'm Mike how are you and he goes good how are you and then you say I'm great how are you yeah yeah you know yeah that thing <laughs> yeah I know that thing yeah yeah I said I'm Mike how are you and then I was like crap my name is not even Mike mm-hmm. and I was so and embarrassed. then you say how are you again even though he just made it clear that he's good how are you it's sort of like that yeah, allow myself to introduce myself. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, my last also, notes like, were just, uh, oh man, you almost see his wiener so many times, <laughs> and then it is, it's great. Carrie Fisher, and then robots, and that's all of my notes. <laughs> so okay, something I think is really interesting that Charlie brought up, which I think is it was interesting watching this movie with Charlie because she has some perspectives I don't. Um, but like this movie is so nineties, yes, and. Actually, there was an article that I sent you recently that Charlie sent me that was talking about like the the millennials sort of obsession with like the eighties, um, mm-hmm. and like the sort of aesthetic, like the millennial pink and like all that kind of stuff. Like yeah, there right. is some uh, the aesthetic of millennials in general is like we kind of like like to go back to how the eighties were, or whatever. right? Like mid century furniture with like an eighties color palette. Yes, and so. Uh, Charlie was saying like well in this time it was the 90s and mm-hmm. they loved like there was a love there was a lot of love for like that 60s aesthetic and so yeah, like right and and the fact that they're sort of um uh putting the 60s versus the 90s literally with Austin Powers being frozen and brought back mm-hmm. is like oh yeah okay that's absolutely what's happening here and so there is like this sense of uh, almost a love letter to the sort of identity of the sixties and like the sort of values of the sixties happening. Right. Um, and it's like, cool. It's fun. It's nice. Oh yeah. I, I like multiple times we were just watching drag race yesterday and someone had a very like mod outfit on and I said, Austin, it's a swinging shindig. <laughs> Cause his like yeah. house is just like an Andy Warhol wet dream. <laughs> yeah. It's truly, it, it's wild. And like the, the fashion photographer stuff is yeah. very fun. The little interstitials where he's just like oh partying God, with the those band. Are so funny. So, so weird. So goofy. I love that. Like touch. It's very like second city to me. Like, if, yeah. if they almost always happen when a, the scene prior really needed like a button, like cause yes. l- a lot of this movie is just sketch comedy. Um, oh yeah. And so like it, it has like the sort of like final blow line and then the big music sting of just like 
the platform soundstage of the band playing music, like very sketch comedy in its like bones. Yeah, there is. I think also in the way that this is this, this has this, that sort of feel that a lot of like SNL movies have, or like SNL star movies Mm -hmm. have where there are a lot of good jokes. And then, but you do get the feeling like at a certain point, they kind of literally lost the plot where like they, the plot, it, they have to resolve the plot and the plot's like sort of the least interesting part of what's happening. <laughs> and so like there was like, yeah, the last like 10, 15 minutes of this movie, I was just so bored. And it was because like, I was like, I don't care about this part. Yeah. This right. is not the part I care about of this movie. That's actually a really interesting point. Like, you know, we are taught over and over and through practice of doing improv and doing comedy that like, like you said, plot is not particularly interesting Mm -hmm. uh, especially if you get bogged down in it in a comedy setting and like it is always tough to like finish the last 10 minutes of like a narrative improv show yep like because you do feel like a sort of an onus to like pay off all sorts of stuff that was already set up so you just sort of cram all the like funny characters you've met along the way into the last scene (laughs) and uh yeah, that's that's interesting that it sort of suffers that same problem. It, um, yeah, it does. However, in toward the end when they're at like the the lair and he does the that he's in that like tour cart and oh, yeah, yeah, can't yeah. turn it around. Oh my god, that is funny to me because then you see it like stuck there later like they're running away and they have to jump over it. <laughs> yeah. And, they, and there there are there are still some good bits in the end like in the last stretch of the movie, but there was just a point where I was like, okay, I don't need this anymore. Like the whole last bit where they were fighting the guy who throws his shoe. I was like, nah, I don't care about this anymore. In the movie. The pacing of that doesn't make sense. Like, why do we see him again yeah, then? It's like, very weird. That that whole scene is very strange. In fact, like I they, they mentioned this scene on Hollywood Handbook one time about how he puts the like Swedish penis pump on that guy's just crotch outside of his pants. Yeah. And, like, somehow we're supposed to believe it is on and around his penis and it is being inflated so much that he basically explodes. (laughs) (laughs) However, the throwing the shoe bit. So, like, I was a big James Bond fan. Oh, yeah, dude. I broke my leg one summer and I watched, like, every James Bond movie. And the odd Odd job job, throwing the hat thing and it slices the bust of the the statue or whatever and it slices its head off because it has, like, blades in it. Um, That being just a complete one-to-one spoof here but he throws the shoe and it just sort of hits it and like breaks it that like really tickled me this time like i don't know what it is we just finished talking on uh, last week's episode about the sort of like eye rolly humor in space balls that didn't really hit for me and it really hits for me in this for some reason i i can't tell why well, i think, I think maybe because it is a little less like telling you hey everyone i'm about to tell a joke I think for Austin Powers for this, I think it is like this is less to the camera and it's a little more genuine in a way because mm-hmm. it, it, it does feel like these characters are in a world. It doesn't feel like they are making a movie about like a certain type of movies and being like silly. It does. You do get the sense that like these are people and the world they live in is very weird and goofy and everyone's weird and goofy but it does right. you don't have the detachment i think you have on like a space balls um, right which is i think why space balls like going back to our conversation last week like the, the parts that don't work that do work in other like mel brooks movies i think are because of that where you do feel the det- the, the detachment 
of like, right. oh, well, this isn't really a real story. These characters aren't like don't care about what's happening. And I think like that's why Austin Powers maybe might maybe that's why it works for you is because it does have a feeling of like this is like these characters are experiencing these things and they're not like looking at a camera and right you know okay and going back to the the shoe throwing bit at the end maybe i don't know if the only like it feels like the only reason they put it in there is because they set up the shoe throwing thing way earlier and then we never got to see him throw a shoe and the joke of him throwing the shoe and it just kind of hurting is very funny like it hits it hits Austin. Yeah, he's it's, like, "Ow! It's just why would you that do it's that?" Like sort of one of the last jokes. Like, yeah, why, it could have been. Why did you save that one? <laughs> yeah, it absolutely should have been in like the big final, like, uh, like warehouse, right. like whatever yes. e- his evil headquarters. Like, it should have been as in that. just like a portion of it, right? But it's very strange. So, but like, okay, so you you mentioned in your notes some of the like miniature, like mm-hmm. many things that definitely are like pros of like what. Um, yeah, there's robots, there's Carrie Fisher, there's like uh sort of pseudo sci-fi related things that are like very James Bond. Um you know, like the the car with the <laughs> like the Yeah. There's some the, stuff uh, in here that like I think there is like the music is pretty fun. Like there is some recognizable oh, music. Oh. I don't the, know why that wasn't a note on my phone. The soundtrack to this movie is just a a, a home run. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> like, and it I, also, I was just watching something uh, about it was it was you know those those videos on YouTube that Vanity Fair does where they get a director to break down a scene from a movie. Yeah, they uh they had Jay Roach break down the opening sequence of the third Austin Powers movie, and he mentioned something about that song. Um, they they finally sort of found that song, and then they were like, "Oh, we know who Austin Powers is now," <laughs> <laughs> which is it's it's exactly right. Like the um the first like before the real melody starts, and it's just like the intro part, and it goes down 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 that that like last sting where he does that kind of goofy pose where mm-hmm. his arms are like up and akimbo like. That right away when I was watching it just like tickled me. I was like, "Oh, I'm in." <laughs> yeah, the the whole first sequence that's like a or like the first time you see Austin where it's like he's like dancing through, I guess yes. London or whatever is and it's ve- like Help or Hard Day's Night or whatever it is. Yeah, where people it's, are chasing him. It's very fun. It's very like it. It does set the tone for the movie in a way that like makes me I, I think in this in a similar way that star wars music sets the tone the, the music of this movie fits the movie it fits the the era that it's trying to evoke oh, incredibly yeah. well like it, the music yeah. is definitely i think pro i think that's points four for sure there was a time in like high school where there's the, one of the songs that plays during the credits when he's shooting photos of vanessa the whole time which we haven't even talked about elizabeth hurley she's not very good but boy is she pretty she's very that's very pretty <laughs> <laughs> I think she's funny um, in this movie. I don't think she's necessarily a good actor in this movie. I'm not sure if she's right. a good actor ever because I haven't really seen her in many things. But yeah. uh, she's a good straight man uh, as far as like sure. going off of Mike Myers. Um, right, that's true. But, um, but yeah, I anyway, don't know. what I was going to say was uh, there was a period in time in high school when I would be making, you know, like burned CDs of playlists that almost every one of them would have the song that plays during that credits scene. Um, and I like, I couldn't tell you like who it's by, but um, it's just from that soundtrack. And it is just like a, 
a sick rockin' pop rock song. <laughs> and this movie is just littered with those. Yeah. The music is great. It's definitely, if, if we're going like some of our classic uh, points, like the music is great. They're sneaking around. There's costumes. Like, oh, yeah. They're... There's definitely some very fun practical uh, effects. Uh, yeah, some very fun practical effects. Absolutely. That I think going with, going for some cons that we've talked about, like in other movies, like it is comedy forward. This is mm-hmm. absolutely a comedy. It is not. It is not trying to be anything that outside of just a broad, funny movie. Right. Um, you know what I was just about is, to say that it like it, we've never seen in Star Wars is the same actor playing two characters in one movie. However, when uh, Padme gives birth, the baby that was Luke is also the baby that was Leia. <laughs> That's true. But also, didn't... Um, I want to say some of the... If we go back to the originals, I mean, Kenny Baker was supposed to play... Uh, oh, that's uh, a good point. The Ewok. Um, yeah, I don't, he and, didn't uh, eventually. But Anthony I think Daniels that a lot of- was another robot one time. Yeah, and I think a lot of the little person actors were reused between sure. like Jawas and Ewoks and everything. So, but yeah, a, a main character, like a very big main character. Right. Also, what is Dr. Evil's accent? Well, it's okay, very... so it is, um, the story is, it is based on Lorne Michaels. And, and okay, I amazing. think it might in fact even be Mike Myers doing his impression of Dana Carvey's Lorne Michaels impression. I think that's like the actual story. What it sounded like to me, which which that makes more sense, but what it sounded like to me was sometimes it sounded like a British actor trying to do an American accent. <laughs> and I was like, that that worked for me in like the sort of fiction of the world. Right. Uh, but yeah, that makes that makes way more sense. Um, um okay, other I'm oh talking man, to- that one guy's name is number two. <laughs> Very funny. And then the fact that, like, uh, the, the whole bit in the bathroom, like, it's such potty humor, but it's, like, I think it's oh, it's funny. Man. It's goofy. Yeah. There's a lot of... That, that's definitely not, like, my favorite scene. It is funny. Um, yeah. It's the, potty they, humor, but it's some good stuff. The one that's, like, a similar notion, not, not really similar, but also just sort of, like, uh, what you see versus what you're understanding is the, like the balloon and the like magnifying glass, like all those things where like his dick is partially obscured or like later uh-huh, when she uh-huh. has like the two things of cream or whatever. Like it's, it's so like, Oh my God, stop. Yeah. The, it, it goes on <laughs> it way too funny. long. <laughs> yeah. It's the, the, I think another, uh, uh, other things. Yes. Very quotable. It's got good quotes that are like iconic. Yes. And also the one, all of them were ones that I had never heard the context for, and now I know. Um, but like, also, I didn't realize that they're literally from the get go. Like, Groovy Baby and Oh Behave are said mm-hmm. like in the, within the first two seconds. Oh yeah. And yeah, the quotes are. It is this movie is not like embarrassed about trying to set up that kind of stuff. But also, it goes yes. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. That is also very like James Bondy and like spy movie e like. The fact that these people have, like, you know, their sort of catchphrases and, like, right. the ridiculous names, um, like, uh, a lot of vagina, like, it's such, which is so stupid, but there is a character in James Bond named Octopussy. Right. So, like, you, what are you going to do? You, like, we'll, we'll get more into that, I think, after the break. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but, yes, like, he he's only, like, because how do you parody that? Right. 
Like, 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 if there's a character in James Bond named Octopussy, like, how do you one up that? So, like, he does, he does do like the '60s James Bond thing super well. If this were how James Bond is it, I think it would get a higher score than Spaceballs got of how Star Wars it was, for example. Yeah, I think that because this is this is that, and and like it, this is also just so interesting. And we talked about it a little bit in the Spaceballs thing, but like th- these kind of movies don't they don't make these kind of movies anymore. Like the, no, they absolutely don't. The genre spoof with a single, like, uh, 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 like comedy lead like point of view. Like yeah. the, the Jim, the but, Jim Carrey movies, the like, right. The, the Mike Myers, even like the fucking not very good David Spade movies that like happened, you know, like, right. <laughs> like they don't make those anymore. I don't think except what for like maybe your be... lonely Island ones occasionally. Well, but... like what were, I didn't see it, but what were the, what was the Adam Sandler Netflix movie that was like oh, a Western? Yeah. The ugly, whoever, who cares? I don't even yeah, know. What it's and called. then they did the one, Seth MacFarlane did that one that was a Western also. So I guess, I guess maybe they do make these, but I guess no one. And they likes just them are anymore. sort of like forgotten about. Like I, it's it's odd because like maybe it's just that like every genre has been spoofed at this point. What yeah. are you gonna do it better? Yeah, it's hard you to know? make. It's like, hard to to. It's hard to set yourself apart in that kind of genre. Yeah, and I guess. Like, in yeah, fact, when I was watching Spaceballs, I was sort of like, ah, man, I wish I was just watching the Family Guy Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a yeah. I yeah, I guess there is like, I guess there still are movies kind of like this that are being made, but they feel less. I mean, even like the the ridiculous Seth MacFarlane like Adam Sandler ones are almost less. I don't know. Well, they're not as funny. That's for damn sure. And yeah. they're less broad in a way. Like they almost feel like they're trying to make a a movie with like I don't know. It 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 feels it's like a comedy with the tropes of something versus like a spoof of specific. You know, like it's yeah. a really fine tightrope wire act. But like to say I'm gonna set a movie as a western, but it's gonna be a comedy as opposed to like I'm doing a spoof of westerns. Yes. And I yeah, I don't know. It's it's very weird. This is a very specific time in like comedy movies where like these kind of movies happened and they were well liked and like, you yeah. know, decently good and funny. And I don't know. And I think like Will Ferrell maybe was the most recent like like when he kind of stopped making those kind of movies, I feel like maybe he was kind of the last person to like where, where those movies were uh, uh, enjoyed and like accepted by the public in a way. Um, yeah, but right, like like Anchorman is not Austin Powers. You're though. right. It's it's not a spoof. You're right. You're right. It's not a spoof of anything. I, I mean, it's weird. Yeah, I don't know. It's very strange. And I, I wonder if it's that like YouTube exists. Like, because I feel like people are still spoofing stuff on there. Like, there's the guy who did. Um, what if uh, the X Men were directed by Wes Anderson? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, like that, that's funny. Like we should. It, that'd be a funny thing if there was like a spoof of a Wes Anderson film, or like a spoof of like directorial like points of view. Yeah, I think that like yeah, you're right. I think we do still have those. Um, but so so maybe maybe we're a little off. It's just like it's changed. Like those things still exist. Um, those kind of that kind of media still exists, but it's just maybe in right. a different format now, or like it's it's not we don't we don't go to see it at the movies anymore. Yeah, right. Um, well, and like I think it is that we uh, got kind of tired of it, but also like we we largely we that is you know the the world likes like genuineness. Is that a word? Yeah, <laughs> sure. Um, 
you know, like the Judd Apatow movies kind of took over as the comedy yes, thing for yes. so long. And those are just like, oh, yeah, life is funny, you know, well, like it, which I'm I'm now hit a, like a point where I'm a little too. But like, yeah, I think uh, I think we might go back to like, I feel like I think their so pendulum too. swing is going back to your Austin Powers kind of yes. level because I think we're tired. I think now we're tired of real life. Yeah. <laughs> like for obvious reasons, because right. like. Like the last like five years have been like a shitstorm of real life just mm-hmm. being very bad just across the entire world. Totally. So yeah, I, I can feel that pendulum swing kind of moving back. Um, but is that like is that genuineness of Austin Powers that sets it apart from a Spaceballs? Like, does that maybe does that give it more of a Star Wars edge? Because I do think mm. Star Wars most of the time is pretty genuine. Yeah, right. Like I don't I don't think they take to the camera as much, for instance. Yeah. But a for point. Sure. Like comparing Austin Powers and Spaceballs here, just since it's fresh on our mind, it isn't a sci-fi Star Wars movie. Austin Powers, no, <laughs> so no, no, it's, it's it is sort it of is like not. heart and like genuine like storytelling is a little undermined by the fact that it is a James Bond parody. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, I think it's yeah. So far, it's like it's got some points for the for the movie making elements of it that like work with like you know the 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 really good music and like the sort of uh, uh, procedural, like, uh, genre filmmaking. But, yeah, it's not super high up there right now, for me at least. Yeah. Um, should we go to the Sarlacc pit, though? Yeah, let's do it. All righty. Groovy, baby. Groovy. Oh, be hey. Gosh, so many, like. <laughs> you know, I think that also might be why it got quoted so much. Everybody just, it, it's tasty. Like, everybody wanted to try it. <laughs> yeah, it's a good catchphrase. Both of them are it's good. exactly <laughs> why Borat got quoted so much, too, because, like, everyone just wants to try that voice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And honestly, it's, it's like, not, like, it, it's, it's hard to do well, but it's also not, like, that hard to do so you do it and you're like oh yeah 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 i can do that one i can do an austin powers i got a pretty good austin powers (laughs) yeah that's decent doing doing someone else's impression or character voice is always easier than just doing some voice that's out there you know what i mean like yeah 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 yeah. totally everyone can do bugs bunny (laughs) (laughs) okay so we're back this is the austin powers episode so when we were talking about recording an episode on Austin Powers to release uh, when the new James Bond movie was going to come out, I got so excited because I made this game that I it's maybe the happiest I've ever been with a game that I've made for this show. And then when I saw that James Bond got pushed back to like November, I was like, well, shit. <laughs> and then I was like, well, no, you know what? Let's just do it. And then in November, maybe we can do like another Austin Powers movie or something um, or do any James Bond movie at some point. Yeah. But here's the game. I'm very excited about it. It is a very Mike game. Um, <laughs> it's just called the Austin Powers game. I didn't give it a name, but um, it is a character name game. Okay. Um, so, you know, the, the James Bond movies, we, we were even sort of discussing this before the, just before the break. Um, the James Bond movies have hilarious and wild character names like Pussy Galore that almost can't even be parodied. Right. But of course, the Austin Powers movies do parody them. So I am going to name a character, and you have to say if it is from a Bond movie, <laughs> an Austin Powers movie, or if I just made it up. Okay, so amazing. in those instances, it is me attempting to parody at a level that is further up parody than the Austin Powers parody of 
James Bond names, which themselves are already crazy. Okay. Um, and however, you have to. <laughs> here's where it gets really Mike. You have to answer with a specific word for each thing. So, like, if you think it's a Bond movie, you say this one thing, and if you think it's an Austin Powers movie, you say a different thing, and then if you think I made it up, you say another thing. So, here's the rules for that. Okay. If you think the character I say is from a James Bond movie, you have to say powers. Okay. Because of all the powers that James Bond has as a spy. You <laughs> okay. know, like he has the power Fine. to, he has the license to kill. He's super intelligent. Yeah, he's strong yeah, yeah. And Literally just now, I already got the rules wrong because I thought you were talking about Austin Powers. Like, I already am going to do bad at this, but keep going. Yeah, no, that's James Bond. Okay, you say powers if it's James Bond. Um, if you think it is a character from Austin Powers movies, you say Mike because Mike Myers is, you know, a bunch of different characters <laughs> yeah, in all yeah, the Austin Powers sure. movies. And then if you think it's a character that I, Mike, made up, you have to say Bond, because this podcast has really caused you and me to bond yeah. over the past year. So yeah, it's about like true. me, you know. So if it's uh, James Bond, you say Powers. If it's from Austin Powers, you say Mike. And if it is something that Mike made up, you say Bond. Okay. I got this. <laughs> I know I can do this. And the reason that I was so excited for this game is just because I got to make up a bunch of just fucking crazy names. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we'll start with some easy ones. Okay. Um, Octopussy. That is going to be oh, Powers. Correct. It is from a James Bond movie. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, okay. Um, in fact, you've already mentioned a couple of these. Alata Fagina. Okay, I, yes, I did just watch Austin Powers, International Made of Mystery, so I do know that that is Mike. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Um, let's see. Here's another oh one. Um, <laughs> Odd Job. Uh, did play a lot of Bond on the N64, so I know that is James Bond, which means Powers. Correct. Random Task. Oh no. Oh wow, I don't I don't know. Hmm. I'm gonna say I'm gonna go out on a limb because we haven't had this one yet. I'm gonna say it's Bond. No, it is from Austin Powers. He's the guy who throws the shoe. <laughs> oh, I'm an idiot. Oh yeah, odd job, duh. Oh my god. Yeah, odd job random task. Yep. Um, okay, let's see here. Healthy butt. Jesus. I'm going to say that's... Uh, I feel like that's an Austin Powers thing, maybe? I don't know. Okay, yeah, we're, we'll say Mike. Uh, no, I made that up. <laughs> oh, God. Healthy butt. Yeah. Uh, okay. That sounds um, like... Okay, yes. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Poon. Jesus Christ. Uh... Mm, Mike was Poon Mike so you think it's from an Austin Powers movie yes no that was also one of mine damn it (laughs) Um, but you're right it's like that would be yeah so far you're doing a very good job (laughs) Um, okay okay here we go Um, Xenia on a top hmm that sounds okay. That I want to say that's Powers. I think that's from a Bond movie. Powers. That is. You're right. Okay. That's from uh, Golden Eye. 
think, right? Yeah. I don't know. I haven't uh, seen them all like you have. Okay. Ivana Humpalot. Oh, I, I do know that's from an Austin Powers. I think I've heard of that before. I've heard that mm-hmm. before. So I'm going to say that is Mike. <laughs> Correct. Juggy Cans. <laughs> I feel like that's Bond. I think you made that up. I did. <laughs> yeah. Juggy Cans. Uh, um, but once again, that's not that far from Pussy Galore. No, right. Um, chew me. Mm. Oh, jeez. Uh, is that Austin Powers? So, uh, Mike. No, that is James Bond. <laughs> no way. That is from uh, You Only Live Twice. That is so one of the really old ones. Truly wild. Um. Uh, okay. Next one. Fook you. Oh God. That's exactly the same as the thing you just said. They are like they have the same spirit. Uh, You're correct. They do. <laughs> Austin Powers. I think it's Austin Powers. So Mike. Correct. Okay. Oof. Um, Robin spits swallows. Oh God. I hope that you just made that up. I hope that's not in any movie. So I'm gonna say Bond. That was from one of the Austin Powers movies. Jesus! <laughs> and it is one of those like sort of eye-rolly, like long walk to get to the punchline kind of things that's like, yikes. Yo, yo, uh, it's yo, from yo. the second one. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Um, Mr. Hard. Um, that feels like maybe it could be James Bond. Why not? Uh, Powers. No, that was one of mine. <laughs> Damn it! I do not have a good score of this game right now. <laughs> Misty Mirror. Hmm. Powers? Uh, no, that was also one of mine. <laughs> Damn it. Um, so what I'm finding is that you should reboot Austin Powers and write it. Yeah, but that one is almost a little bit more James Bondy. And not so yes. crazy. Like, I, I, I'm realizing now my list is a mix between, like, too crazy and then, like, kind of, like, almost would be better in, like, a, um, like, later in, in James a Bond movie. Bond. Like, a, like a Pierce yeah. Brosnan James Bond movie. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, okay, next one. Holly Goodhead. Oh, God. Um, I'm going to say, it feels like Austin Powers. Uh, so, Mike. That is from a James Bond movie. <laughs> what the yeah. hell? How do you? How did they even decide to parody this? These movies that are yeah, beyond parody. I know, truly. Um, okay, next. Absurd. Toilet Kevin. <laughs> God. Oh man, I don't know. God, I'm I am so beyond like the pale right now. I, I don't even know what's real and what's fake anymore. Um. I think that is gonna be you. I'm gonna say that's Bond. You're correct. Thank God. <laughs> that one was my very favorite one. <laughs> Toilet Kevin. The, Toilet the great Kevin. thing is that a lot of these could also be names in uh, Hideo Kojima Metal Gear Solid, uh, or they could be mm. names in Metal Gear Solid, because those names are also always really weird, where it's like, it's just <laughs> like noun, then name. <laughs> well, here's a good one for you then. Christmas Jones. Oh, I do. Okay. The funny thing is I did play a lot of Bond video games. So some yeah, of these I right. do know, but it's only because I played like uh, uh, the newer Bond games on like PS2. Yeah. So that, right. that is going to be uh, 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 Powers. Cause it's did you James play? Um, yeah, correct. Did you play um, <laughs> Nightfire? Maybe. 
That was the one. Uh, it was it was Pierce Brosnan character modeled into it, but it wasn't Agent Underfire, and it wasn't um, Everything or Nothing. Those were the other two that were kind of around that time. Okay. I played that game all the time. I loved that game. Um, the thing was, okay, I, o- I could more. only play at uh, uh, friends' houses, so that was yeah, what, right? that's what was tricky. So I, I do not know what a lot of them were. Um, okay, a couple more. Ellen Keller. Oh Jesus! I'm gonna say that's Mike. That's an Austin Powers one, Mike. No, that was one of mine. <laughs> Damn it! That, but but that to me felt like. Uh, so Austin Powersy because it's like, oh God, what's what's this gonna be? It, this seems yeah. like it's offensive. <laughs> Is it gonna be offensive? Oh God, who knows? And then when I stumbled upon that as a, a name idea, it tickled me. Um, okay, here's another one. Dixie Normus. God. Uh, Mike. It's Austin Powers. Mike. It is. You're correct. It okay. is in Whew. the opening sequence of the third movie where it's all like big Hollywood actors. It, you you got to watch that sequence. It's really funny. Um. Okay. Last one. Franklin the Turtle. Wait, that's like a children's book. So I guess Bond? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that- uh, that like just like really tickled me too. I was thinking of um in one of the James Bond movies there's a Bambi and a Thumper and I was like, "Oh, okay, what's just like a cute thing?" And then I immediately pictured that cute little guy. <laughs> just just Franklin. Little Franklin. Franklin the turtle. Oh my god. Uh, Babar, so the that, elephant. Yeah. So that has been my favorite game I've ever written. <laughs> that was really good. I am mm-hmm. I am impressed, but I did score very poorly. Yeah, I actually I, love that you like had no clue. <laughs> well, it's it's hard because I once again haven't seen a lot of Bond movies, haven't seen only seen one Austin Powers movie, so I was the perfect person for to to try this game on because I am very easily tricked when it comes to these names. And also, <laughs> yeah, holy cow, it's crazy some of the names in James Bond because yeah. like the fact that they could parody those, it is like how can you get more like. I don't know, just like uh, uh, obviously sexual or like vaguely racist than like, right. you know, oh God, it's amazing. Wow. Which is why a lot of vagina is so funny to me because it's like, yeah, we have to basically just walk it right up to the line. Yeah. Yeah. It's right there. It's right there. There's, there's nothing to do. There's nothing to be done about it. Which it's... by the way, that's another thing that like every time I watch it, it makes me laugh when he says Miss Vagina. <laughs> Miss Vagina. Oh, so stupid. So this movie is like the epitome of like just dumb fun. Like it's that kind of right. Like it's just dumb, you know, it's it. But it's like not dumb and bad. It's just like, yeah, it's good, dumb fun. What do you want? Yeah, absolutely. Well, should we rate (laughs) this movie? Well, um, which actually, you know what? What you just said made me think of. I don't know if you've ever seen the like news from 1977 when Star Wars came out like the like the television news where the field reporter says like it is a uh, nothing or uh, uh, something like it has no point to make it's just pure escapism a fairy tale mm-hmm. it's meaningless like like they really lean in hard on like that it doesn't that it's like not an important movie <laughs> Yeah, because they're like, do not get it twisted. It's like that thing where uh, a lot of people like something and you don't, so you feel like you have to like knock it down because it's like I don't get why everyone is fucking talking all about this. 
Yeah. Which I guess I that, sort that of is... did a few weeks ago about Billie Eilish, and I've kind of come around on her. I think she's kind of cool. <laughs> I, I, once, I once again think Billie Eilish is kind of cool and don't understand her music and feel very uh, worried about her, and that's where I stand. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to make sure she's okay, and I am worried about her all the time, and I don't know why. And we're proud. Um, and I'm just proud of her. <laughs> I'm like, good job. Please be safe. Um, no, yeah, there is like, I, it's that, that it's like, I think since Star Wars was kind of like one of those early blockbusters, like, I feel like movies back then were either schlock or they were like cinema. And so since there was this movie that was like somewhere in between that, that like everybody still liked and was going to see like critics and people were like, what's happening? Yeah. Right. How do we describe this? Yeah. It can't be important. It's not real cinema. <laughs> It's like fucking what's like, it's like god was it martin scorsese that was like marvel movies aren't cinema and it was yeah, like who right cares also i mean obviously yes you're right yeah they're like, not but, but, but who also cares? who cares dude like what 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 is cinema that's such a weird like distinction yeah. to be like there are movies that are good and we call them cinema like shut up like <laughs> of course they're not shut cinema up. that doesn't even mean anything dude yeah it's stupid well, maybe even more mad though. I'm gonna go off. Are you ready for this? Yeah, well, maybe, <laughs> maybe more mad was that like people felt the need to defend them. Like, like they like invite. They're like, oh, we're gonna invite Martin Scorsese like to yeah. fucking Marvel so we can talk to him and be like, hey man, what's like? Shut up! It's not. It's I bad. Wonder, though, Get how over much it. Of that just came from like. The media, like, it was such a moment that everyone then, like, if they were ever on, like, a red carpet or if they were in an interview for something, you know, like, Mark Ruffalo was yeah, being interviewed for whatever, they're probably like, hey, what's your take? They just had to ever have to comment. It's just, man, I wish yeah. they'd asked me because I'd have been like, who cares? He's right. They're just, <laughs> they're fun movies. Like, there's, right. sometimes movies are, like, big and making a point, and sometimes they're not, and sometimes they're both. And some Marvel movies are both, and some aren't. So shut up. Right. Shut up. <laughs> Martin, go be, in a com- go be in a commercial with Jonah Hill or whatever. <laughs> I don't even remember who was actually Martin Scorsese that said that. Who knows? Um, okay, so yeah, we should give this movie a rating? Yeah. All right. Well, I don't know. It is a movie, but we gave Spaceballs <laughs> a six, and Spaceballs was a also movie. a spoof. So, I don't know. I'm not feeling super high. No, I don't feel high either. Well, should we go um, smoke a joint? <laughs> hey, <laughs> baby. Man, I was just thinking that that's so funny because we said Dude. something that wasn't like it had another meaning. <laughs> should we go smoke a joint? <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm not feeling super high on this one. I feel like it's maybe sort of in the middle. Like, no, I think it's kind of low, maybe. Yeah. I, I mean, the- okay, so it is a story. Yes. Um,. And there is like a pretty clear cut kind of good and evil kind of thing. He's yes. kind of a scoundrel. Uh but yeah, you're right. I mean it's not it's not super action y. It's like comedy action. Um it's not super like uh it doesn't have it, while it is a little more emotionally invested than Spaceballs, it is still sort of detached and wacky, so it doesn't really have a ton yeah. of grounding per se. Um Spaceballs yeah. got a lot of points for being sci-fi and like literally doing like Star Wars stuff. I feel like this is definitely lower than that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like it's not. I don't know. I, I think I kind of know. I do. You, I think okay. All right, my unit of rating is gonna be Swedish penis pumps. Mm. Um. Yeah, mine's cause... gonna be uh, machine gun jubblies. 
Uh, I'm going to give it four Swedish penis pumps. That's so funny, because I was also thinking four. Yeah, I think it's four. It's, like, a little below, but, like, some of the movie-making elements and, like, the kind of genuine sort of, like, goodness of parts of it, I think kind of pull, pull it up right um or like the fact that it's like trying to do a certain thing yeah there there is a singularity of like vision in this movie that is very star wars which i think you might have mentioned earlier yeah um yeah i'm gonna give it four four swedish penis pumps that, yeah I that's like, that i like four <laughs> yeah swedish penis pumps everyone needs at least four of those like that like what's that joke like i get i get the oh, i get God, the, the higher level joke that like oh that's not mine or whatever but like why is it swedish is that is yeah that, like what's the joke i don't know <laughs> it's a good question i don't know if there is one beyond the fact that it's just like oh that's not mine like right i don't know um, but yeah, so I guess we can, should we kind of start wrapping up a little bit? Yeah, I think so. I'm, okay. I'm in the meantime, I, uh, I Googled cause I was like, I imagine these existed and they sure did, especially at, uh, Spy Who Shagged Me, the sequel. Um, they made a whole line of action figures. <laughs> oh my God. Amazing. How um, are they? Are they solid? They're pretty shitty looking. Uh, like the, <laughs> the packaging is cute and, but they're like in like sort of fixed poses it looks like they're more just like sure. little statues which i guess is what i do so whatever yeah but also you're an amateur doing it in your home and these were presumably <laughs> made professionally in yeah like you know factory. what i'm looking now they do have like elbows and stuff so maybe well i can't really tell i remember but... getting these like marvel action figures when i was younger that like the their like selling point was they were like over a million points of articulation <laughs> and it was million. like it was like the it was like the beast from x-men but like literally he could move every knuckle and um, <laughs> and they were like really good but also like once i was playing with them i was like honestly this is too many points of articulation <laughs> i was like he's kind of he can't really stand up and also he like moves around way too much like i need I to be know a what little... to do with this <laughs> yeah i was like i he's very poseable uh, but I kind of need him to be a little more solid if I'm gonna like actually get some good playtime going with this bad boy. <laughs> like it's I don't need every single one of his fingers going. to bend. Yeah, right. Uh, but yeah, uh, do you want us on the internet? Yeah. Oh, were you asking me or? <laughs> yeah, I was asking you. Do you want us on the internet, Mike? I think so. Yeah, I think we. If if I could email you, that'd be pretty cool. Well, the email is at. Oh, wait, what? Yeah, the email is a good podcast at gmail.com because that's oh. what this is. What about if you were on like Twitter or Instagram? Well, if you're on Twitter or Instagram, we are at How Star Wars Is It on both of those properties. Oh, that's um, cool. Or those platforms. Um, so, you what do you have a tea public store? We do. You can get some merch. We've got shirts. <laughs> and if you have ideas for other shirts or like favorite quotes or weird things from the show, let us know because Mike is a, is a design whiz and can whip those up. Easily. And how would I find out about this show? Would like a friend tell me about it? I God, I hope so. <laughs> so if you if you like the show, you should tell your friends because that's the best way for uh, podcasts that are kind of you know sort of small like ours to grow is for people to tell your friends if you enjoy it. Yeah, um, queen. Yes, queen. Also, you can find uh, me at the Josiah Man on uh, Instagram and Twitter. You can find Mike at Word Gospel O Nine. Yeah, on on, uh, the, on Instagram. And then my Twitter is just Mike Gospel. And what else? Oh, yeah. Speaking of toys, Mike's got a great video on YouTube right now. Tell him about it, Mike. Yeah, it's blowing up. It's at the top of the charts. It's, it's, at the to uh, it's in your recommended. You yeah. know it is. <laughs> it's me making an action figure of Claire Saffitz from the Bon Appetit Test Kitchen. Check it's that excellent. out. 
I imagine if we've you, talked about it now for a number of weeks in a row, and I also and imagine I'm, more more people who are listening to us. Like, so you're, if you've listened to us, you've probably already heard about this or gone and watched it, or you might now be a listener because I plug the podcast in the video description. So hello, po- welcome. Both of those are very possible. Uh, but I think that's everything. So we want to. It's about time for bye bye. Yeah, groovy baby, behave. Oh, behave. <laughs> Let's um, just do all the Austin Powers catchphrases <laughs> in every episode at the end too. Yeah. So like we're adding that to like we always say all those things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Groovy baby. Groovy oh, baby. Behave. Oh, behave. Shagadelic. <laughs> and but yeah, then, like we. <laughs> we love, love you. you. <laughs> and and may, the may the fourth be, be with you. Yeah, baby. Yeah.